0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Industry Insiders podcast, the show brought to you by Edinburgh College, which gives expert advice and inspiration, whatever your career goal. I'm Renée and today's episode is all about hairdressing. I'll be talking to Ashley Bennett, the Scottish Area Manager for WELLA, the organisation which specialises in hair care, styling, colouring and professional training across the world. Ashley has worked for the organisation for more than 30 years in various roles up and down the UK. Thanks for coming along and speaking to us, Ashley. So, first of all, we want to hear from you about your experience getting into hairdressing. What did you study at school and when did you know that you wanted to work in the hairdressing sector?
1: Okay, um, so when I was at school, which is some 36 years ago, um, I um, studied, At uh, those days, it was actually GCSEs, uh, and studied across the range from English, maths, history, geography, art, etc., etc. Um, and if I'm honest with you, um, never really had the intent to go into sales at that point. Um, when I uh, was sort of getting into the careers path, I really, really, really wanted to be a police officer. Um, But actually, um, in those days, uh, there was a very strict height restriction. And unfortunately, being a smaller person than most, uh, I missed the height restriction. So it threw me slightly because I'd been, I'd really wanted to be a police officer for a number of years. Mm. At that point, I left school and actually went to work for Morrison's, the supermarket people, on a trainee uh, manager's uh, process and spent a couple of years, um, three years in fact, working for them uh, as a trainee manager, then working up to be um, assistant store manager in one of their branches down in Yorkshire at the time. And... In that process, I'd be I, my my day to day sort of role at that point would be dealing with manufacturers coming into the supermarket and talking about obviously products that we sold in the supermarket and doing stock and orders and things like that. And got involved with one of the guys who worked for a sweet company at the point uh, at that point and sold sweets and chocolates. Cut a long story short, um, decided to leave Morrison's and go into sales and spent 12 months with the sweet company, um, but um, didn't really enjoy that sort of uh, life of selling chocolate bars and sweets. I know that sounds a bit strange, (laughs) but I'm sure most people would like it. Uh, So I started looking for another job uh, at the age of 21 and actually got an interview with Weller. Um, Didn't really know much about hairdressing at that point, but... thought it could be quite interesting. Mm -hmm. It was obviously quite creative and quite different to what I'd been used to selling sweets. So I applied for the job and literally on that day got notified that I'd actually been given the job. So I was over the moon and saw it as a brand new challenge, something that I could really get my teeth into. And literally started with Weller 21 years ago. Been with them as I say now thirty four years, um, and it's probably been the best decision in terms of my career that I've I've made because wow. the industry that we work in, the hairdressing business, is a changing business day in day out. Uh, the, the 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 hairdressers that we deal with are extremely creative, very business focused, and it fulfills everything I wanted to do from a job point of view.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Crazy to think that you started off in Morrison's as a store manager, and here you are, 30 years later, still at Wella. Still at Wella. Okay, so we'll talk a little bit about your role. So what does a typical day in the life of a Wella area manager look like?
1: Okay, so my my role um, predominantly is supporting, coaching, and mentoring my sales team. Within the Scottish region, uh, we have 14 people that work for me, uh, of which... um, Ten are sales and four are hairdressers that educate our products. So the basic day for me would be each day I would spend throughout a course of four weeks going out with each of my salesmen, spending time with them, helping them to understand what we're doing in terms of the business. If we've got new promotional activity, uh, I can be up in the Highlands or I can be down in Glasgow, Edinburgh at any one point. Um, So it's very varied in that sense. On top of that, I also manage uh, the team of educators that work for us that obviously go out into salons and colleges alike to um, educate and give product knowledge to all the hairdressers.
0: Wow, so that must involve a lot of driving then.
1: Uh, yes, I sit in my car uh, for a long time each day, probably do about 50,000 miles a year in the car up wow. and down Scotland, but see some beautiful scenery.
0: I was going to say it must be beautiful up in the it Highlands. Is, it is, Okay, so who else, I was going to say who else works with you and what do they do, um, but you've already kind of covered that. So... Um, In the typical day of a sales uh, manager who works underneath you, what what do they do?
1: Okay, so their their role would be each salesman has their own territory um, and boundary. So, for example, Chris that looks after Edinburgh, literally looks after Edinburgh and the Lothians. Mm -hmm. Um, His day-to-day role will be that he has 10 calls roughly per day to go and see. Uh, So, 10 hairdressing businesses that he goes and sees, of which some are on appointment basis, some are just cold calling Mm -hmm. basically in but then his role is to show the hairdressers what we have on promotion this month what activity we're doing what education support we're doing what business support we're doing and that would vary on each call because some calls obviously we would spend longer with because they would Mm -hmm. spend more money with us and other calls don't spend as much.
0: Okay that's really interesting so what is the most challenging thing you'd say about working in this industry?
1: Ooh, I think there's challenges every day. I think because we work in a creative industry, um, every day is different. I think probably the last few years has changed more in the last three to five years in terms of the industry itself, how the industry has changed internally, um, where I think nowadays in, the, in years gone by, people that came into hairdressing would look at this as a long term career Process where they would look at obviously building up their their clientele and their career process with a uh, a salon within their local town or local city. Nowadays, um, things have changed. I think self employment has been a big impact on our business, and it's continuing to be an impact on the business, rightly or wrongly. Um, personally, I think hairdressers. Need to have a base within a business where they can actually get education support from colleges um, obviously manufacturers like ourselves where we can help and support the, the the salons to understand the new trends of today
0: okay, great and so obviously you've been with Bella for a long time and you said that it was the best career decision you've made yeah. so what is the most rewarding thing about it?
1: For me, definitely. I think there's, there's, there's different things if I look back on my career. Um, from my point of view, I've been very lucky to win probably every award within our business, within our industry, within our, my, my company, from when I was a salesman back 30 years ago, winning National Salesman of the Year for the whole company, to being Key Account Manager of the Year for a number of times, and also recently being Area Manager of the Year uh, within Scotland for more times than anybody else within our business. So for me, it's about the reward that it brings to me individually but also now because I'm managing a team it's also about the reward that brings to the team and that actually we have a great team that are very passionate about the business that we do from both sales and education.
0: That's really nice so sounds like there's quite a good like culture of um, incentives and
1: Very much so. We're an industry, um, we're a very creative industry, uh, we're a very trendset industry because obviously trends change on a day-to-day, week-to-week business um, uh, basis, should I say. And yeah, I think the good thing I have is I've got a great team that are driven to obviously sell product but also driven to support hairdressers um, both from a business point of view and an educational point of view
0: great and how do you think the industry will change in the next five years you know you say it changes so much is there anything you anticipate happening i think
1: i think at the moment in time the big change as i've just said was the the self-employment side of the business mm-hmm. it's something that we didn't see many many years ago it's something that's definitely very in front of the the marketplace at the moment in time um and i think that's gonna keep changing over the next five five years without a doubt um how it will change, I'm not sure because things are changing from a government point of view on a on a yearly basis. Now, government are implementing new rules and regulations of how self employment can actually work within businesses, not just in hair and beauty, mm-hmm. but certainly out in the the uh, the UK business. So, I think that's something to watch over the next five years and be very aware of um, where it goes and how it goes.
0: Right. Okay, and. You said within your own team that you have hairdressers and sales managers. So what would you say are the characteristics of each one? I think from
1: a sales point of view, I think that's probably an easy one because I am primarily a salesman. Myself was a salesman. Um, It's about the desire to win. It's about a desire mm-hmm. to win, be the best that you can possibly be within your marketplace and be driven mm-hmm. uh, to achieve. Um, and I think that is, without a doubt, the, the way that any sales business would operate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the good thing from my point of view that I have the diversification of having hairdressers working in our business as well, and the creativity that these guys bring to our, to our business in terms of bringing products to life, not just talking about a product, but bringing that product to life, showing hairdressers how to get the best out of those products. That, for me, still, after all these years, amazes me how hairdressers can create the kind of work that they create. Um, and it's, it's fundamentally the passion behind what the brand is all about, behind Weller.
0: So definitely passion plays a big role in it then. A hundred percent. Great. And what would you say is the best piece of advice someone has given you for your career? Um, it's probably
1: been a few, but I think probably the best advice is to keep focused to keep looking at the changes within the organisations, the in, the industry, and keep challenging yourself and and challenging people. Um, and I think if you do that in, in any job, then you can keep things very, very alight um, and very current to, to what you need to do, which keeps individually yourself going as well.
0: Yeah, you're right. I think that's good advice for any industry, really. So that's great. So, next we have questions from our students. Okay. So, first of all, we've uh, been asked, how do I become a trainer working in wireless studios across Europe?
1: Okay. I mean, it's like, it's like anything. At the end of the day, you have to start... At the grassroots, mm-hmm. we, you need to have the fundamental basics of understanding hairdressers uh, and hairdressing products. So, I would say from a student point of view, they need to obviously go through their, their college training mm-hmm. and then get some experience within a salon. We tend to look at taking on hairdressing educators from around about 21 and above because we feel that, obviously, you need the experience within the Mm. product, the industry, before you can actually join a manufacturer like ourselves. Once, obviously, we employ uh, a hairdresser, we will also then give them full product training, and take them right back to basics on their product, which goes on for a 16-week process. Even though you're a hairdresser and you've been trained on product, obviously, whether it be Wella product or other product, we will take you back to basics over a 16-week period before you're allowed to go out into the hairdressing environment and start teaching our products. Thereafter, it's an ongoing process. Education Changes week in week out with our business because the products change, current trends change, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, from a hairdressing point of view, our hairdressing technicians are regularly trained on a four-weekly basis on new things that are happening, new products that are happening, new trends that are happening.
0: Wow! Well, so it's a very really intense, thing.
1: very intense. It's not dare I say an easy job. Mm-hmm. Um, also, from a technical point of view, it's not a nine-to-five job. It does tend to be five days a week. You can work unruly hours, uh, start early in the morning, finish late at night. But there's a lot of rewards that go with that, especially working for a major manufacturer like Weller.
0: Great. So the next question is, is it easy to transition from being a stylist into a role like yours?
1: I I think... um, I think for more, I think it's really that would be down to the individual. I think um, some some hairdressers would relish the challenge of being a salesperson or an educator. I think initially they would fit into the educator role slightly easier than possibly the sales <laughs> role generally. Um, but saying that, I've actually just had one of my educators that's was with uh, that been with me for 10 years. He actually made a decision this time last year, in fact, uh, that he wanted to move from education into sales. Oh. And we had a long conversation and it meant him moving up to Aberdeen uh, from Stirling and we had a long conversation about it and I sort of painted the picture, not always a brightish picture, give him the worst case scenario. Ha- actually, he's now been enrolled since January this year in a salesman's role. He's actually topping the company at the moment in time. Wow. So he has transitioned really, really well in terms of understanding our product, because obviously he was an educator for 10 years, but also now into the sales environment and the sales role. So it's worked really well. It's not always the case, I've got to be honest with you. But generally, if that mindset is made and the focus is there, then you can achieve anything.
0: Well, that's great news for him. And me. And you, yeah. so what is the must have Weller product for stylists at the moment and why
1: without a doubt the biggest product we have within our portfolio and Weller has been renowned for since really the the, the birth of the the brand 135 years ago is Mm colour colour is the biggest selling product we have within our portfolio we do a a permanent uh, colour product called Colliston Perfect Me Plus which has just been reinvented last year back end of last year been on the market for over 55 years Um, so it's one of our biggest selling brands out there and again very trend led very very creative product so for hairdressers that love colouring it's the best product for them
0: to use wow so that's a long time for it to be the most popular
1: we were the very first company to actually launch what we call a cream based colour back in the 1950s
0: wow trendsetter (laughs) is there anything we can do in addition to our college training to give us the best chance of securing jobs when we complete our training
1: Interesting, I've just been talking to uh, Francis and Lynn for the last couple of hours, um, and I think from a a college point of view, you do... A lot of good things in terms of how you bring the students to the industry, uh, and it's very much about refocusing on education, looking at internet and education as well as external education. So, from a college perspective, what you can offer within the college uh, boundaries, but also from a manufacturer like Weller, where we can offer lots of education, external education in our studios up and down the, the, the UK, uh, where we can help obviously advance um people's skills and their skill sets
0: okay great so what advice would you give to someone who's about to set up their first ever salon
1: (laughs) um it's challenging without a doubt it's challenging um in terms of the economy as it is nowadays uh make sure that you understand what you're getting into make sure that you've done a full intense business plan Don't come into it blind. Ensure that you've covered every angle. Make sure that if you're looking at buying a salon, that the salon is in the right place. It's got everything that a salon requires in terms of the footfall, in terms of parking, in terms of space, um, and the investment that 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 then takes. Um, Salons can cost a lot of money to actually uh, refit and get to the point where they're actually trading as a an an ongoing business so it's all about making sure the planning and preparation of establishing a salon is done correctly
0: great okay so we're on to our final question where do you see your career in five years time Well, hopefully,
1: if you've worked out that I'm 34 years in the business, uh, in five years' time, I'll be over the age of 60. Um, For me, I'm still very uh, enthused about doing the role I do. And at the moment, I see me still being around in five years' time. Um, I foresee that the industry will have changed or will be changing, but I'd like to think I can change with uh industry change in that time of, of business and so for me doing the job i still do because i love the job i do uh, i'm very passionate about uh, uh, growing my younger team that are obviously out there and seeing them flourish and i'd like to think that one or two of my guys will eventually take over from where i've been in the last thirty-four, thirty-nine years <laughs> plus so.
0: Amazing. Okay, so thank you so much for joining us. Um, So if you're interested in getting to hairdressing or sales, you can check out our courses on the Edinburgh College website. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope you found this episode useful and tune into our next podcast episode to find out which industry we will be exploring next time.